Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Good morning and welcome to my morning rant. This morning, let's take a look at Isaiah 55. We're going to extract a couple of things out of Isaiah 55 and grab a few, grab hold of a couple of principles by which I want to direct you guys about God, okay? We are going to look at um, chapter 55, as I mentioned, verses 8, and we're going to read and go from there. It says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, and your ways are not my ways, say Adonai. As high as the sky is above the earth, and my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. So he gave us the dimension, if you will, as to differences between ours and his thoughts. And so he's talking to us and he's giving us some instructions, if you will. And it goes on and he says in verse 10, and this is where we're going to pull out our principles from. It says, For just as rain and snow fall from the sky and do not return there but water the earth, causing it to be to bud and produce, giving seed to the sower and bread to the eater. And he then goes and describes a few things. And he compares his word, if you will, to what he had said in verse 10. For just as the rain and the snow fall, and that is our title for this particular um, morning rant, from the sky and do not return there. So let's take a look at that in a natural realm, right? When uh, we see snow fall and when we see the rainfall, what we don't see is that we don't see it going back up because that then is going against some principles or some laws that has been set up and dictated in the creation of the earth. So when it falls, when both of those uh, things, you have snow and rain, when they fall, they are, they fell with a purpose to do something. And that purpose, God tells us what. says, for just as the rain and the snow falls from the sky and they do not return there, they don't go back to the sky. But what they do, after they fall, they do water the earth. And they do cause uh, things to bud and they do cause things to be produced. And based on what is produced, you and I then giving seed to the source that brings the man or the individual into the picture and bread to the eater. So we see that this picture that has been painted by God, and this is before we go into verse 11 because I want to stay here for a little to give you some insight here because this is powerful that some people overlook when they're talking about the word of God. So we are seeing a picture here that he's given us an example that when it rains and snows, that it hits the ground with a purpose. That purpose is to bring bud, and it is also to bring a production of something. It produces something. There's an outcome, if you will. And so the outcome, then, you and I, as we see in the verse, are able to reap from the outcome. That outcome is that giving seed to the sower and bread to the eater. And then he goes into this declaration. He says, so is my word that goes out from my mouth. Okay, what is that in relations to? It is in relations to the previous verse. The words that go out of his mouth 
are then like rain and they are like snow. Meaning that once he releases his word, it doesn't come back up as he says. And he showed us an example as to what happens here. And so then you and I can relate to it because he has given us an example from the mouth of God. He is speaking to you and I. So is my word that goes out of my mouth. They are like rain and they are like snow. And once they are released, he says, it will not return to me unfulfilled. It will not come back empty, if you will. Uh, the scripture says in Numbers chapter 23, verses 19, he says, God is not a man that he should lie, nor a son of man that he should repent. Has he said, and will he not do? Or has he spoken, and will it not make good? So we're seeing from that verse is that when God releases his word, it is here, he says he's not a man that he should lie. He's not going to take it back, if you will. He's not going to um, tease you and cause you to fluctuate back and forth. He releases it. And then, once he releases it, it is released to produce a couple of things. It is to bud and produce. And then it talks about, in verse 10, that a couple of people are able to reap from giving the seed to the sower and bread to the eater. So, we are able then, or God's word is able then, to do the same. It is able to um, produce a bud. It is able to produce an outcome it is able to give seed to that sower and it's able to bring bread to the individual so that they can eat and so let's go take a look at it we see it so is my word that goes out of my mouth it will not return to me unfulfilled but it will accomplish what i intend it and it will cause to succeed what i send it to do so you and I then, God's word has been released. It has been released and it's been documented in a book that we call the Bible. So he has released his word and it does do a few things. So that's why I always direct you to find the scripture on your situation. Why? Because God has released his word on that situation. Is it healing? You lack healing? God has released his word about healing. It tells us in the scripture in Psalms 107 verse 20. He sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction. So he has released his word already on that. It tells us that Jesus Christ, um, he was crucified. He was whipped on his back by his stripes. He were healed. The Bible tells us so God has released his word, if you will, on the subject of healing. He has released his word, if you will, about on the subject of anxiety. Those that are suffering from anxiety, be anxious of nothing. He then has released his word on what we call a lack and um, of having things and material things in our life. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all these things will be added. So God has released his word to produce some stuff. So is my word that goes out of my my mouth. It will not return to me unfulfilled. But I will but it will accomplish what I intend. So God intends that you and I are healed. He intends that all of my needs are met. 
He intends that I be not anxious of anything. He intends that I would walk in peace. My peace I give unto you, not as the world give, but give I unto you. He intends that you and I would have a desired outcome. So we then, you, you and I have to go and find our God's information, the word that he has released on our situation to see what he really intends in that aspect of our life. And then when we find his word and see what his intention is, the Bible tells us that we ought to hold fast to that. We ought not to allow any of the situation to change what we are putting our hope in says in the scripture that he has given us his word um, that he would we would hope in it uh, we would gain some hope from our situation let me give you an example you hear me talk about the woman with the issue of blood many times she was rich she spent money her fate was in the healthcare system of her days she had her fate so much into it that she spent everything she had and she was broke and then she heard that there was another healthcare system out there that she didn't know about. And I think that Jesus was around there teaching before, but she didn't need him, if you will, because she had some money and she was able, her faith was in another system. And then when she realized, no, wait a minute, I'm broke, I'm dying, she has no other place to learn, or I mean to turn, so she turns to after she heard that there's another perspective out there and another healthcare system, if you will, that uh, all it, it's not that expensive. You don't have to spend money to get it. But what you do need is faith. And if you exercise your faith within this new system, you are able to extract your healing or whatever you desire from it. And the point of the point person to get that, his name is Jesus. And if you and she said within herself, I need to just go to this, the point person, if you will, that is talking about this. And I don't need to talk to him much. I just need to touch him. And when she touched him, Jesus said, who touched me? How did she show up? She showed up with her faith. And she was able to extract because she understood that it takes the faith of the individual to extract the stuff out of God. And so God wants you and I to extract his intention that he what his intention is in our situation he wants you and i to now pull it out and make it a reality in our world that his reality his truth will penetrate our facts and bring the fruit of that so he tells us and says so is my word that goes out of my mouth it will not return to me unfulfilled but it will accomplish what i intend so you and I need to go find God's word and see what his intention is on that situation. And then he says, and whatever uh, that cause, he said, that cause that the intent is, he said, he says, and cause to succeed what I send it to do. What did you send it to do? What I intend to do. And so God wants you to take his intention and plug it into your situation and cause you to have your victory. He says in Psalms 62:11, God has spoken once, twice. I have heard this, that power belongs to God. And so we know that this God, his power belongs to him. The ability to affect our facts with his intention. 
Isaiah 55 as we're reading and we're gathering some information about his intention, his fact, his word, and what it does for you and I. He sent his word and healed them. So we know that his intention is to heal. And so if his intention is to heal, you and I have no business saying that God brought sickness on you. God don't have the time for that, and he will not do that to you. Your sickness came because the enemy is trying to kill you, and maybe you're eating wrong, and your lifestyle is wrong, and you need to fix it. So you don't need to blame God about nothing, for the Bible tells us that he doesn't do that type of thing. So let's take a look at another aspect of God's word. In Second Peter chapter, um, I think it's in Second uh, Peter chapter 1, and let's take a look at that. And we are going to pick up some stuff in out of Second uh, Peter chapter uh, 1 verses 4. It says, by which he has granted us um, his precious and very great promises, his intentions, so that through them, through his intentions, his words, his promises, that you may become a partaker of the divine nature. So you want to get your healing, you want to get your needs provided for, these intention which is in his word, which he has released already, once we apply his intention, it tells us that you and I are now going to partake of these precious promises and very great promises so that through them, these precious and great promises, these intentions, you and I may become partakers of the divine nature. Like this woman, she was a partaker of the divine nature of Jesus Christ and she sapped out of him power to get her healing. And so I want to direct you to the uh, person, if you will, the centerpiece of it. The scripture tells us that Jesus is that. And so you and I, the scripture tells us, that we are the sons of God. And as the sons of God, we have the ability to go in and tap into his divine nature by faith. As we begin to extract his intention in our current situation so that we can get our victory. Jeremiah 1-12 states, Then the Lord said to me, You have seen well, for I am watching over my words to perform it. I am watching over my intentions, my words that I've released to perform it. But I need some help from you. The Bible says, for by grace are you saved, that is God's ability, through faith, that is our ability. And so God wants to do something for you. He says, then the Lord said to me, you have seen well, for I am watching over my word to perform it. And God is watching over his intention to perform it. But what is he watching it? It's already released. He's watching to see who is going to take advantage of his word that he has already released. Who is going to take advantage of his intention in their life? Who is going to bring his intention into their life? Who is going to be partakers of these precious and great promises so that through them, they, whoever, may partake of them, may be partakers of the divine nature? They who are using their faith. And so I want to bring to you um, the principle in the Word of God when it says, like rain and like snow. And um, when they rain and when they drop onto um, the earth, they are released 
for a purpose, and so is God's Word. And whatever situation you're in today, I want to let you know that God's Word has been released. He says, just as rain and snow fall from the sky, and they do not return there, back to the sky, but water the earth. Their purpose is causing to bud and produce. Their purpose is giving seed to the sower and bread to the eater. So is my word that goes out of my mouth. It doesn't come back to heaven. It doesn't go, you know, come back there. It says, no, it actually stays here and it will not return to me unfulfilled. But it will accomplish what I intend, and it will cause to succeed what I send it to do. And so we know that the purpose of God sending his word is that it would succeed. How would it succeed? tells us that you and I have to you use our faith to activate the word of God that has been released. And so we are partakers with God in our deliverance. We have to. The Bible tells us, he says, call on me and I will do something. He says, come and I will do. So we have to participate. How do we participate in partaking of his divine nature about these great and precious promises? We grab it by faith. The Bible says the just shall live by faith. We walk by faith and not by sight. Thank you for coming to Blueprint of Faith. And remember, every child of God overcomes the world. For our faith is the victorious power that triumphs over the world. So be not weary, but imitate them who through faith and patience inherit the promises of God. Again, thank you for coming. Please subscribe. And if you can, support us financially. We deeply appreciate it. Until next time, invite your family, friends, neighbors, church, study group, and even people you don't like. You can hear us on Buzzsprout, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Music, iHeartRadio, CastBox, Overcast, and many more.